Ouais. Ah, ça y est Bonjour Bonjour, bonjour C'est la troisième édition de la Digital Distillery, de podcast. Welcome back to the Digital Distillery podcast. It's all go here at the TDD studios. And since you last heard from me, we've been at not one, but two digital distillery events in two great and very different European cities. And as such, we're very quickly realizing that we have way more content than we know what to do with. And since these events often hit on similar topics in the digital marketing space, we're going to structure things a little bit differently for the rest of the season. Instead of focusing on one event at a time and topics therein, I'm going to bring you a shorter recap of each event as they happen and then follow up with our characteristic topic deep dives using content from all of the events up to that point. And that brings us to today, our recap of the second event held this year, which took place at the very special Le Chac venue right in the heart of Paris. So without further ado, c'est parti, or let's go in French, I think. Now, personally, it was my first time in Paris, or in France for that matter, and I was really looking forward to experiencing the vibe, the architecture, and of course, the food of such a remarkable city. And I'll tell you what, it did not disappoint. Upon bumbling around in the overcrowded underground, more than slightly overwhelmed by the sheer volume of bustling human bodies around me, at heart I'm still just a boy from the bush after all, being completely at a loss as to which way to exit the train station and already being late to the sushi and pizza party hosted by our local country manager, Jean-Philippe. I picked an escalator, performed my everyday mental check of which side of the road I'm supposed to be on. Yes, I've lived in Europe for three years and still managed to get in the wrong side of the car at least once a month. I arose from the depths, blinking into the sunlight, and like a croissant to the affronter, bam, right in front of me in all its glory was the immense Arc de Triomphe. And so the stunning architecture and fantastically French vibes began. Vous pouvez applaudir. Nicolas Thorin d'Odion, Émilie Brulbo d'Equative et Laetitia Sanetti de Double Verify. Alors, the event itself took place in this really interesting venue simply called Le Chac, or for those of you who don't speak French as well as I do, that roughly translates to The Shack. But despite the connotations of a small, hobbled-together garden-shed type abode, this place was anything but. Designed in the late 1800s by Gustave Eiffel, yes, that Eiffel, the brightly lit building was originally opened as a publishing house for the Calmont Levy. And Le Chac has done an amazing job of bringing together the traditional and the modern in its new function as a venue cross-workspace cross-bar. The main room is this huge and airy centerpiece. Bookshelves stacked to the heavens and balconies ringing the interior, all looking down onto the central space. It was this central space that the digital distillery took place, perfectly matching the modern traditional feel. With screens displaying video from eye-tracking glasses sat in front of original hundred-year-old labels and other vintage paraphernalia dotting the shelf-lined walls. The first major topic for the event was on the ecological transition for a regenerative economy. Here, with Head of Regenerative Business Partnerships at AXA Climat, Maximilian Rouer, looking into the different ways that we as an industry can and should approach the health of the planet beyond just being sustainable. 
The keynote was followed up with a passionate panel discussion on why 2023 may or may not be the year that the industry will finally and effectively make the sustainable switch. I caught up with business sustainability and strategy expert Emily Proyan right after the panel. Okay, so the, the panel uh, was uh, talking about the tipping points uh, of the industry and in, in general, the tipping points uh, about uh, understanding and uh, getting to action uh, versus uh, the environment, climate crisis, uh, but it, eventually uh, also about uh, social uh, social manners and implications when it, it comes to taking care of uh, you know biodiversity and the, the environment. The next big section at the event was all about attention and showing off some eye-popping new hardware, as demonstrated on stage by Toby's Emily Lovdahl. Yes, Please okay, thank take you. the floor. Hi everyone, so nice to see you all. Sorry I have to do this in English. My the attention of users on the internet how we measure it, and subsequently how we can use that information to tailor more effective, more targeted, and overall more sustainable campaigns has become one of the key talking points at all of these events and in the industry at large. In this portion of the day, we got to see one of these new technologies firsthand, a nifty pair of glasses that could track the eye movements of its wearer and hone in on exactly what they're looking at in a video or image. Eyes are very much like the gate to our minds. It's where we go between see something where it ends up as a memory in your brain and to understand everything that is around you, what you as an individual get to your mind, what you cognitively process, it gives us a lot of insight into the human behavior and the decision-making process. As we will get deeper into in future episodes, this kind of technology is truly changing the way that our industry operates and is going to have an impact on some surprising and unexpected areas. But the thing is, eye tracking is not only for this group of people either. The use cases and the applications that goes to eye tracking is much broader than just the behavioral researchers. So it's also used for medical uh, medical research, it's for VR and XR, it's being uh, integrated into automotive as a safety measurement, so people are paying focus to the road, it's uh, for people with different disabilities, to if you're on a wheelchair, for example, you can steer it with your eyes if you need. So the applications and the use cases of eye tracking is much further than what we just spoke about here today. The following panel discussion, moderated by Letizia Zinetti from one of our fabulous sponsors, Double Verify, then dove into the specifics of visibility measurement and whether or not it will become truly superfluous in the face of these new attention-based technologies. I think what is you know interesting from the panel discussion, which was uh, you know named uh, like visibility is dead, uh, viewability and is dead and, and at the same time, you know, attention is a new metric. I'm not sure if we can talk about, you know, opposition between the two. I believe more uh, that uh, viewability is some kind of component of, to the attention metric. Tant arrivé, alors on va faire un petit peu de place devant parce que d'ici quelques minutes on va accueillir le showcase de, de Mathilde. Donc je vous invite très fortement à rester parce que ils ont été en répétition ce matin, c'était très très bien. C'est vrai ou pas Tu souris ce matin au réveil à côté de moi. Je me sens si bien, je n'ai besoin de rien. La vie est belle, facile comme tout. Je subis 
As the eyes and therefore attention of the audience shifted from the panel discussion wrapping up on stage to the buzzing about of the staff from the venue hovering around with mouth-watering looking plates of small but toothpicked morsels. The live duo Mathilde took to the stage and soothed the ears of the crowd as they settled into a lunchtime nibbly networking session. The crowd, not the band. On pourra plus me la gâcher quand tu souris ce matin. And I, after a quick nibble myself, got prepared for my podcast interviews of the afternoon by trying to make sure that I didn't come off as a completely useless foreigner when it came to pronouncing everyone's lovely sounding French names. I don't think I succeeded, but everyone was very nice despite my ineptitude. It was at this point that I got to talk to Ingrid Croinon from Equative, another wonderful sponsor, about the case that Equative had just presented on building inventory and creating value through curation. And it was here that I learned quite a bit about an unexpected topic. Why compared to other markets in Europe and the rest of the world, the French market stands on its own. Which was news to me. So the French market is still unique and different from other markets, especially when compared to its peers in Europe. First of all, when the, the economy slows down, as it has in recent months, digital advertising in France suffers more than other markets. But in the meantime, it's a resilient market because we have to be agile for many reasons starting with our unique legal framework, which is probably the strongest in the world. Next in line was our topic from last episode on the increasingly powerful and interesting uses of AI in digital media, followed by a very tasty little development in the world of digital audio from another sponsor, Audion. The clever gals and guys at Audion have figured out how to create a truly dynamic audio content that can organically swap out key pieces of information as the content's being delivered. So a pre-recorded ad could change itself slightly depending on the weather in a particular city that morning, or fine-tune itself to a particular demographic upon being delivered to those listeners. Cool, right? Chloe Porcar from Audion explains. If you want to communicate about food, so if it's sunny, you will communicate about a salad because you want, you, you're too hot. And if it's rainy, you want to communicate about soup. So you will change the message um, all along to target so the right audience at the right place because like the... The audience will be in Marseille, so you want to say, oh, you're in Marseille, it's sunny. Probably you're going to want to eat salad. CTV discussions rounded out the event, talking about, even though there are constant significant advances in the space globally, France is again in a very unique position. One aspect of which Emmanuel Crego from Values Media described after his roundtable. So the fact that French people, um, two-thirds of the audience is coming from set-top box portals. Um, so with conditions, of course, how you, how the, how the audience, how the data collected, used because the telcos, we got four telcos in France, uh, they have a very specific um, position in the market, even if it's opening more and more. So we don't have in France still the um, connected TV development we can see in Germany or in the UK or in the US. 
As the event was coming to a close, the champagne was gleefully cracked and staff and guests alike settled in for a celebratory drink and chat, toasting a really great day. And it was at this point that our team suddenly realised we'd been on our feet for 12 hours straight and were collectively in desperate need for a shower and a quiet beer in the corner somewhere away from all the action. Maybe that was just me. How it was? I, I don't want to be here oh, anymore. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> was nice to see you all. No, no, no. It was a great event. Did a great After a stunning dinner and some cocktails. And that was it. Paris. TDD2. A wrap. La Fon. If you'd like to see the venue and the event for yourself, you can head to the show notes and follow the link to the recap video that Consta and Olaf's did there. Thank you to the whole team, it was really a massive effort and success. Pauline, well done, you did it. Even though you thought it was impossible, you managed to pull off a fantastic event. Congratulations. Thanks to Nadia and Basti also on the ground. To Ara from over at the Green About Media podcast, who was also there helping out with French. Spoiler, Ara was also in Madrid working with me on some super secret Green About Media business, where she was also helping out with Spanish. Man, these multilingual Europeans put us Aussies to shame. I can't even speak New Zealand. And if you haven't listened to Green About Media over on the TDD network, I highly recommend it. It's an informative show about digital's impact on the environment, and everyone really needs to get a better grasp on this stuff going forward. We're currently working on an ambitious season two set to come out in a few months, so go check out the back catalogue in the meantime. And the music you're hearing now is recorded from Mathilde playing live at the event. If you want to hear more of them, I'll put a link to their Spotify in the show notes. Thank you to Dennis Kirshner and Stephanie Leonardi for making the whole thing happen. Check out how to get in touch with us in the show notes at v-digital-distillery.com and catch us next time, somewhere else in Europe, on the Digital Distillery Podcast. Buenos dias. De tous les êtres qui m'entourent, toi et toi seul me comble d'amour et me rattrape.